Ethics of Islam Islamic Ethics, First Chapter The first chapter of the book explains 40 of the most important vices and their remedies. All of the following information is translated from the first chapter of the famous Islamic book Berika, written by Abu Sa'id Muhammad Hadimi Rahimahullah Ta'ala. This book, originally written in two volumes in Arabic, was published in 1284 Hijri, 1868 A.D., in Istanbul, and was reproduced in 1411 Hijri, 1991 A.D., by Hakikat Bookstore. Muhammad Hadimi Rahimahullah Ta'ala passed away in 1176 Hijri Gamari, 1762 A.D., in his birthplace, Hadim village of the city of Konya, Turkey. Vices and Methods of Cleansing Oneself from Them Things that harm men in this world and in the next are due to vices. The essence of a man's spiritual loss is his having vices. Man's avoidance of vices is called taqwa. Taqwa is the most precious of all worships. Decorating something requires that the thing first should be cleansed from all dirt and stain. Similarly, neither any reward, thawab, will be given, nor any benefit will occur for the worships unless the man who does those worships cleanses himself from the sin. The worst of all vices is disbelief, kufr. The good deeds of a person who does not have belief will not bear any fruit for him in the hereafter. A disbeliever who is killed unjustly does not become a martyr and will not go to paradise. The foundation of all virtues is taqwa. One should try hard to obtain taqwa and advise others to do the same. Living in this world peacefully with others and obtaining the best of eternal blessings could only be accomplished by having taqwa. Vices cause disease in the heart or soul. Any increase in this disease will cause the death of the soul. That is, it will cause kufr. Disbelief, shirk, which is the worst of all vices, is a fatal poison of the soul. Some people who do not have belief claim, My heart, spiritual, is clean. You should look at my heart. Their claim is no more than empty words. A dead heart cannot be clean. There are many types of disbelief. The worst of all is polytheism. Any variety of a certain vice is mostly specified with its most outstanding characteristic. For that matter, the word shirk used in Ayati Kerimas, that is, verses of the Quran al Karim, and in our Blessed Prophet's utterances termed Hadithi Sharifs, represents all sorts of kufr, disbelief. Allah Ta'ala in the 48th and 116th ayats of the Surah Nisa of the Quran states that He will never forgive the polytheists, mushriks. These verses point out that disbelievers will burn forever in the hellfire. Shirk means to attribute partners to Allah Ta'ala. A person who does the attributing is called a polytheist, and the thing which is attributed is called partner. Sharik. To believe that someone possesses one of the attributes of divinity means to make him a partner. Sharik. The attributes possessed exclusively by Allah Ta'ala are called attributes of divinity. Some divine attributes are the following. 
existing eternally, creating, all-knowing, and healing the sick. To believe that a human being, or the sun, or a cow, or any other creature, possesses a divine attribute, and thus to respect or beg that being or creature, is called to worship them. Those things become an idol. To say words that mean deification of such people, or to speak respectfully before statues, pictures, or graves of disbelievers assumed to be possessing divine attributes means to worship them, and therefore it is polytheism. If one believes that a person does not possess a divine attribute, but instead he is a person loved by Allahu Ta'ala, or alternately, if one believes that that person has served his nation much, and therefore deserves respect, paying respect to his statues or pictures is not disbelief or polytheism. Nevertheless, since paying respect to any person's picture is forbidden, haram, anyone doing so becomes a sinner. Fasik, if he slights the fact that it is forbidden, he will become an apostate, murtad, and so will those who flout a prohibited action, haram. Since those Jews and Christians who are not mushriks do not believe in the prophethood of Muhammad alayhi salam, they are disbelievers. They are called disbelievers with a heavenly book. Presently, most Christians are polytheists because they attribute divinity to Prophet Isa, that is, Jesus, alayhi salam. Christians belonging to the sects of Barnabas and Arius, Arians, were among the people of the book. However, they have not survived to the present time. The second worst disease of the soul after shirk is to hold and practice heretical beliefs, which are called bid'at, which is followed by looseness in abstaining from sins, in the order of evil. A person who dies without making tawbah for venial or grave sins other than disbelief may be forgiven by Allahu Ta'ala either through intercession, shafa'at, or directly by His mercy. Tawbah means penitence. To make tawbah means to repent for your sins, to beg Allahu Ta'ala for forgiveness, and to be resolved not to commit the same sins again. If a venial sin is not forgiven, then there will be punishment in hell. Sins that involve violating rights of other human beings will not be forgiven easily. Most likely, people who commit them will be punished more severely. For example, not giving wives due money, mehr, regarding the marriage contract, or prohibiting human beings from learning their correct religion, which is their right, haq is the gravest gross violation of human rights. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam stated as follows, A time will come when people will not care whether they earn the money by permissible halal means or not, and a time will come when practicing Islam will be as difficult as holding a fireball with bare hands. Therefore, to avoid committing all prohibited actions, harams, and those actions that are called makruh tarimi, because they are quite close to harams, is taqwa, not to perform obligatory duties, fards, and strongly recommended actions, wajibs, is forbidden, haram. 
according to some information, not performing muwakkad sunats, that is, acts of worship which our blessed Prophet practiced regularly, without an excuse, is strongly disliked. Makruh Takrimi People who do not carry out commandments of Islam with respect to belief, iktikad, ethics, akhlaq, and deeds, amal, will be punished. Logically, one must avoid doing things that will cause punishment. For example, not performing five daily salats, and women and girls not covering themselves, is a grave sin. It would be a strong requirement for one to abstain from the grave sin by performing the five daily salats. Nevertheless, in this book we will not deal with the subject matter regarding the things that must not be omitted. Instead, we will communicate the things that should be avoided, that is, prohibited actions and vices. The things we should not do, prohibited actions, are committed either with a particular organ or with the entire body. The following eight organs are very well known for committing sins. Spiritual heart, ears, eyes, tongue, hands, stomach, sexual organs, and feet. The spiritual heart, kalb, is a spiritual grace blown upon the material heart of human beings. It is incorporeal, not made of matter, like the soul. These organs themselves do not commit the sin. The sensing power of these organs commits the sin. Anyone who wants to attain happiness in this world and the next must prevent these organs from committing sins. The spiritual heart has to be developed into a state wherein not committing sins will be its natural habit. Malaka. Anyone who can achieve this state is called Allah-fearing, Motaki, or pious, Salih person. He has now attained Allah's love and approval and become Wali to him. Wali, plural Awliya, means a person close and beloved to Allah Ta'ala. It would also be piety, taqwa, to avoid sins by exerting yourself without its becoming the heart's natural habit. Yet, being a wali requires its being a natural habit not to commit sins, which in turn requires purifying the heart, and to purify the heart requires obedience to the rules of Islam. Islam consists of three parts, knowledge, ilm, practice, amal, and sincerity, ikhlas. 1. To learn the knowledge teaching the commandments, that is, fards, wajibs, sunats, and forbidden actions, harams and makruhs. 2. To practice them in accordance with this knowledge, and 3. To do them only for the sake of Allahu Ta'ala. The Qur'an al-Karim commands and praises all these three parts. In this book, we will only communicate those sins that are to be abstained from in order to cleanse the heart. They are called vices, unethical behavior, or immoral acts. Mm -hmm.